guys, it's Eva and I'm here with another episode of Currently Benching, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate and comment. All greatly appreciated. So yeah, we are discussing Titans and this is going to be an interesting discussion <laughs> because I wrote down some notes and clearly either I overwrote those notes or like just misplaced them in my device somewhere but if you've been listening all month then you know that I've literally watched a lot of things and I've been recording back to back so I would not be surprised if at some point I accidentally wrote over those notes for another show or movie or whatever so this is going to be interesting Which leads me to my warnings. This is a solo hosted show by just me. So we could go all over the place. Um, We can bounce around. I can repeat myself. I can do all the things that humans do when they're by themselves. (laughs) There will be spoilers. This is a podcast that spoils TV shows and movies. If you don't want to be spoiled, then I would suggest that you stop right here. Also, this is based on a comic book, so I have to give my comic book warnings. Um, I am not the comic book expert. I literally watch these comic book like shows and movies out of pure enjoyment because I love watching them. And so, therefore, I'm not going to know like everyone's origin story, where they came from, what happens in the comic books, like all that. I might not even get the, right, the terms right. Literally, there is no way. So, if you came to this looking for the expert on comics and all of that, this is not the podcast for that. <laughs> this is literally my opinions in watching this show as a lover of TV. So I think those are all my warnings. So yes, yeah, so I don't have notes. Um, also, I'm just going to plug this here, but Discord, I am on Discord. So make sure you go and find me currently binging. Um, I have literally a server and we can talk about all the TV shows and all the movies, ones that I've discussed on the podcast and even ones that I may have discussed because I do not discuss everything that I watch on this podcast. So um, we can chat about it over there respectfully. (laughs) So (laughs) join me on Discord if you're on Discord or even if you're not on Discord, um, get on Discord and then let's talk. But yeah, so Titans, I went back and I was like, because this is season three, and I felt like I talked about this on the podcast before, but apparently I didn't because I've searched on the site where like the all the show notes and stuff are kept. I've searched my, because I keep literally every single file um, that I have or like every file of every episode. I searched all those and they're all titled by like the names and stuff. Like I am very like type A when it comes to organizing like media and stuff just because I want to be able to find it if I need to and plus use it for like any other thing outside of um the podcast but like I couldn't find it and I was like okay maybe I just dreamed that I made (laughs) at least at least an episode on seasons one and two combined because I'm pretty sure that I watched after I watched seasons one and two that I did an episode, but apparently I didn't. So this is my first time talking about Titans on the show. There's no way that I'm even going to talk about anything that happened in season one and season two, because a lot of it is like very cliff notey in my brain. 
<laughs> and I don't remember all the details. And even going into um, the season at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, what even happened at the last season? Because when did season two drop? Like there's been, there's been at least a year between the seasons, if I'm remembering it correctly. So season one, I did not watch as it aired. I didn't watch Titans until it until HBO Max was a thing. And then that's when I watched it. So I binged season one and then soon after that, season two, because that's when it dropped. So yeah, it's been like two years because season two was 2019. I'm literally looking at it right now. <laughs> season two was 2019. And then we had like the world fell apart and everything that happened previous to the world falling apart is literally feels like it happened 20 years ago, at least for me. And so when we came in for season three, I was just like, like, I remember watching this, but also <laughs> it's all very, very far reaching in my head. So I couldn't remember what happened in the finale. Even, and I even watched the, um, because sometimes they do the recaps at the beginning from like the previous season. And still I was like, I feel like they left out some key things and they try to save it for later in the season when they um, would do like the recap, which I don't always watch the recap just because usually you just recap the previous episode and not stuff that happened like a season or two ago. <laughs> but anyway, so because I have not talked about Titans, then I have not shared like just generally how I feel about Titans. Titans to me, and I watch a lot of uh, DC TV shows, as you know, if you've been around for a while, I literally watch almost all of the CW shows. I stopped what I have not watched Stargirl. And I think there's another one that's newer that I have not watched just because it's all starting to seem a little form formulaic. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> it has all started to feel the same thing and I've also complained about this um, in previous episodes that some of these shows it's time for them to end because we're repeating like themes and it's just it's feeling like it's starting to feel like Groundhog Day and like we're just trying to stretch it out because we can stretch it out versus ending it because it's time to end it and so I have a lot of a lot of issues with what's going on on the CW with a lot of these shows. I think the only one that I really don't have a lot of issues with at this moment, and it's probably because um, it's fairly new, like we literally just wrapped season one and it would be um, Lois and Clark. Was that what their show was called? I think that's what it's called, but you know, the one around for Superman, <laughs> that one I don't really have a lot of issues with because um, it feels fresh. And I've talked about this a little bit, um, I think in the fall preview, was it the fall preview episode that talked about it? I think so. So go back and listen to that one and hear why I think that that one, at least as of now, I'm not as irritated with because it does feel a little more fresh than the ones that have been on for four, five, six, seven, eight seasons. <laughs> but the thing that I loved about um, Titans, at least when I initially watched like the first couple of seasons, was that it does seem a little bit darker and darker in the way that, whereas on the CW, everything has this like, this veil of happiness over it. 
like we start at the beginning they may go through some troubles but by the end of it like everyone's happy and like it's like on to the next show kind of a thing whereas for titans like you have 13 they have 13 episodes which i still think is a tad bit too long for this show and i'm going to talk about it in a minute um but they have 13 episodes to essentially tell this full story and there aren't these moments like they have like good moments but they're not these it doesn't feel like there's this blanket across the entire season it feels a little more real and a little more um gritty i guess so why I say it doesn't need 13 episodes? You guys know I, I I am always trying to chop a season of TV down to be something succinct. <laughs> and that makes sense. So the thing that I find that Titans struggles with, and this is the same for season three, and I've literally said this. I, I don't think I really noticed it as much for season one. Season two, I definitely noticed it. Season three, definitely noticed it, is that they start off super strong. They start the season off super strong. Then by the time we get in the middle, something happens that it feels like the show doesn't really know what direction they want to go to in. So they try to throw in all these other like themes and issues on top of whatever the main issue has been up to the point of where we got to the middle of the season. And so then we have like all these these different storylines kind of happening at the same time and you're kind of like okay why is this going on does this do we really need this does this make sense for the total story that we need to add this in and it doesn't really make sense and then we get to the end and then the, like the last two episodes are like super strong episodes felt that way again this season um we kind of had like the beginning and when I say the beginning I say like the maybe the first two episodes were a little bit strong. Um, and then we got into the point because we come back, Jason is killed and then they bring him back. He's brought back by um, Crane and he uh, in the Lazarus pit, which I was just like, when they, when we, when they were like, Jason for sure died and then he was brought back to life. And while I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my gosh, is there a Lazarus pit? Because I'm just thinking about like the Arrowverse on the CW and you had to trek to get to this pit. Like it wasn't just chilling out in the middle of the city, like underground, like it was a journey to get there. And then when you were thrown in it, at least my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong, is that like you go in there and like initially when you come out, like you're kind of struggling with who you are because you're not necessarily your, the person that you were prior to going into the pit, which I think is something that the CW kind of like drags out and um, like tells a story or tells a story of that struggle a little bit better than this one. Whereas they kind of do with Jason a little bit, but then later in the season when we, when they throw in Dick into <laughs> the pit he just comes out like ready to ready to rock and roll and you're just like oh okay so like he like we saw his internal struggle while he was in the pit but does he is he not going to have any struggle like post the pit so I don't know and I thought it was funny that the um pit was just chilling has just been chilling in the middle of the city underground and anyone could easily <laughs> get to it like <laughs> really easily get to that pit so that was funny to me um, but yeah, 
And so then you kind of like from episode three to uh, five, it's like this whole Hank and Dove situation because we see them again, which they kind of did in the previous seasons where we saw them for like a few. We don't see them the entire season, um, but like they come in because they're like the OG Titans. And then they like, we got these new fresh younger Titans. <laughs> That's kind of sounds mean, but we got this new crop of Titans towards the end of season two. And then everything that happened with Dawn, or not Dawn, yeah, Dawn. And so they kind of all kind of went their own way, but then they come back and then Jason kills Hank. And then that's kind of like the unredeeming moment for everyone to be like, oh, okay, there's no way that Jason could ever be a Titan again, which is like, oh, it took him killing someone for you to be like, oh, like he can never be a Titan again. And even, I mean, I feel like Dick, kind of is always a little more leans a little more negative than positive compared to all of them so he kind of had always been working in in the trajectory that he could or jason could never be saved especially after hank was killed versus um gar who's like oh he can be saved we need to save him this is not him like this is clearly not him so like you have that which it's kind of like they killed off hank and i love when people get cut off because it's final. It's like where we can move the story forward and like create a new story from that death versus like trying to drag that character out. But it still feels a little like, oh, okay. And then we have the episode where we learn like how Jason got to where he got to becoming Red Hood, which was like an interesting episode. But then like all this other, then after that, I want to say, Everything just starts to be like, oh, okay. I'm trying to make sure I get the right episode counts because it's hard to keep keep count of the episodes. Where we just like have the, all the stuff that's going on um, in the middle, where like the town's going crazy. Crane is loose. He's like has this big master plan that clearly no one kn knew about, which is how he was able to easily like get out and control everything, and then. We get to episode nine where we have souls and this is where um, we see, or not souls, yeah, souls is where Donna, did I call her Don? See, I was like, I knew that didn't sound right. Donna, <laughs> we are assuming she's dead, but he, but Tim, which is this kid who just comes out of nowhere and is just like, has seems to be the smartest person in Gotham because he's able to figure out pretty quickly at least who um, Nightwing is. And then also he has like clues of who he thinks Red Hood is or at least not Red Hood, but Robin is and all that. And so then he ends up getting himself killed because he don't know how to listen and stay out of business that could get you killed. So he ends up getting killed and he runs into Donna Underworld. And then this is just when it's like, oh, kind of like, Okay, so we have an entire episode focused on him, Donna, and Hank being in his underworld and him and Donna and Hank trying to escape, which we know that only he and Donna escape and Hank um, does not, he ends up staying back. And so you're like, oh, okay. And then you come back and then we have Rachel is back. Like, it's just like, you, you have that going on, but then you also have... Um, What's her name? Corey, 
who is essentially has her own storyline going on with her sister and she finds her sister she brings her sister um she finds out her sister's being held captive and then she ends up breaking her out brings her back to Wayne Manor she kind of becomes like a titan for the moment and then she develops a relationship with Superboy which is like okay whatever and so then they kind of have their own like everyone's just kind of like paired off and this is also why I think it gets a little muddy towards the middle because this is usually where everyone starts breaking off into groups and so you kind of have Superboy and Blackfire together you have Gar and um Dick a little bit kind of together but not really and Gar is kind of like solo until Rachel comes along because in the beginning he's with Corey but then Corey is having all these visions and all this other stuff that's going on like she has literally her own storyline that is happening throughout this entire thing where she's trying to figure out where these visions are coming from so that's how she finds her sister and then she's getting these other visions with this um baby and then that's kind of where she realizes that essentially her parents have been lying them to them her their entire lives because we have that scene where the Titans are going to turn themselves into the um GCPD and essentially it's a setup they end up finding their way out and she gets shot and so Blackfire tries to help her but then it looks like she steals her powers but essentially she didn't she was just the powers that were initially hers were just going back into her body and she literally had no control over it has come to find out her parents had already said that Corey was going to be the queen. Like, this is insanity. <laughs> I already said that she was going to be the queen. And so, but she didn't have the, like, firepower. And so, but um, Blackfire did. And so they stole it from Blackfire, put it into Corey. And then I am assuming Blackfire got Corey's initial powers, whatever that is. I'm still, I still don't really understand what Corey's powers are now. I just know she has powers, but I don't, like, compared to, like, what she had prior and what she has now, I'm still like, okay, but what all can your powers do <laughs> now versus um, what you could do previously? Um, and so we kind of, like, have this whole sister story that's going on and kind of, like, them repairing their relationship and coming to a moment of being, like, oh, we can be cordial, we can be sisters, we can support each other because at the end of the day, it's not our fault our fault the paths that we were put on is our parents and um Corey kind of making amends for that being like you're the true queen you should go home and like uh rule <laughs> the home dumb but then you also have the story going on with her and Superboy because he's like oh well I I I mean this is his first relationship and he's like he's essentially like in the teenager ages I would say or teenager um like points of life I would say just based on like this is his first relationship and he's kind of he also has these two different people in him Superman and um oh my gosh Lex 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 Luthor in him so he's it's a constant struggle for him to be good versus be bad and we see him struggle with that um in this when he makes a decision that he doesn't want Blackfire to leave and he destroys her way home. But then he like circles back and then it's like, oh, oh, I have photographic memory so we can build you a new ship. But we also see it when um, 
he uses that as a learning moment for when Dick earlier uses um, kryptonite on him to keep him from following him. And initially after he woke up, he was like, Dick's gonna die. But then after he did what he did to Blackfire, he was like, oh, I get why you would do something like that. Like, it makes sense. I don't know. But like, you see how all these different stories are kind of like, they ramp up in the middle and you're just kind of like, okay, but what the fuck is happening? Like, what should I be paying attention to? And it kind of just makes everything feel like chaotic a little bit <laughs> in the middle. And then it's kind of like, then every, it's, it literally looks like, I'm, I'm doing this with my hands so you guys can't even see me, but it literally is like your hands are far apart and they start coming into each other. Episodes one, two, three, four, five, six, it starts, your hands start branching out from each other. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, up, your hands are touching again. 13, like that's literally what it feels like. <laughs> as you're watching it and it does that and it, this happens literally every season it feels this way so I don't know I, I think maybe possibly because it is 13 seasons they should try 10 seasons or 13 seasons it's 13 episodes I feel like they should try 10 episodes and see if that helps to like tighten up the story a little bit so it doesn't feel like as you're watching it you're kind of going all over the place but I will say, the fight choreo, there were some solid scenes that happened this um, season. The one thing I do want to talk about before it escapes me, because again, I don't have the notes that I took on this show. <laughs> but when Dick goes into the pit, and he has this vision, and there's this little girl who calls him daddy, and she's black. And I'm just like, so is this his daughter? Does he and Corey have a baby? Like, that's immediately what I'm thinking. <laughs> in my head so like I don't know that was just a very interesting like thing that we saw that was not really addressed <laughs> so I thought I would put that out there but that's where my head goes so essentially they are able to defeat Crane um with some help from Red Hood who he had a lot of like it's just so many people in this show and so many different like stories and like character growth that needs to happen and we do see these characters go through like a lot of moments like ups and downs and like grow as a character but it does cause for it to feel a little bit um not I don't want to keep saying chaotic but a little like jam-packed to try to get all of those stories out so we do see Red Hood like go on this up and down type of journey, especially after he kind of comes to his senses in a way and gets off of the uh, like the fear drug thing that he's on and he's able to think more clearly. Cause you can see him like, especially towards the end, trying to be what he thinks Red Hood should be versus kind of competing with who he is as Jason a little bit. And so you do see that. Um, but I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe Red Hood, like he starts off bad, but then he becomes good, at least in the comics, if I'm remembering correctly. So like there's still time for him to be a good person. And we see him like help the Titans in the end to defeat Crane and save Gotham. Um, but yeah. So all that wraps. <laughs> And we're just going to talk about, this is, this is probably going to be a, um, a shorter episode, 
just because yeah I feel like I'm getting a lot of the points that I would have originally wanted to get out even without my notes but um so we get towards the end and the team is like okay it's time to go back to San Francisco like we've saved Gotham hopefully nothing else happens <laughs> and we can like get on with our lives and then we see Dick pull up in a camper or a trailer or whatever you want to call it and he's like road trip and I'm like oh my gosh that would be so funny if the whole next season was around them like being on this road trip and essentially passing through a town that needs help from the titans because that would be interesting and something new to do but um that kind of brings me into season four so there will be a season four um Brandon Thwaites who stars as Dick Grayson. Why do I feel like that name doesn't seem right? But anyway, he stars as Dick as Dick. <laughs> and um, he did an interview and he was talking about season four. So it's already been greenlit. We're, from what he said in this interview, it sounds like that we may not see everyone make an appearance. So... I'm assuming we're most likely, we're probably not going to see Jason or Jason as much as we saw him this season, just because he's not part of the Titans. And especially if we're doing the road trip thing, I'm assuming we're just going to see everyone who's on the bus. The people who stayed behind, Donna stayed behind and then Blackfire stayed behind as well. So I'm assuming that we're not going to see much of them. We may see them, but not as much as we did this season. Um, but for sure, who got on the trailer? And I'm, I'm, I have no clue what's going to happen in season four. I'm just saying, if we base it on the people who got in the trailer, <laughs> we have our Titans. So we have Dick, we have Corey, we have um, Superboy, Superdog, <laughs> we have Gore or Gar. I don't know why I want to call him Gore. We have Gar. We have Rachel. And then Tim, who's a new member. And I think that's just six people. So I don't know. I don't know what season four is going to look like. But we are getting to season four. Hopefully we get season four in a timely manner. As in like within the next year-ish. And not in two years. <laughs> because, yeah. So that's really all I have to say about Titans. I'm sure I've left a ton of stuff out because so much happens in one season for this show but I don't know what you guys thought about Titans let me know we can talk about it over on discord uh the link to discord as always will be in the like show description <laughs> and yeah so find me over there let's talk about it and I will talk to you guys in the next episode that's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.